Draft is over, teams have been picked, and here we go. We're about to start the 2020 NFL Fantasy Football season. We're back after a short hiatus, and uh, Andrew and the Doc are, um, yeah, well, they're liking their teams, and so am I. And we're going to go over that today. How are you guys feeling today? Good, good. Actually, just seeing this... Um draft board today reminded me of some of my picks because I was rather inebriated once it got to the latter rounds, um, but still confident, still confident. John, I'm so excited to finally be back here. Football's coming literally within hours of us recording this episode. I could not be more excited. I, I enjoyed the draft. I like my team, and I, I just can't wait for, for some football. There was a lot of shenanigans going on at the draft. Dale Manning was trying to get any player he could from the drunkest person, Mike Ruiz. Standard. Couple of incidents afterwards. A lot of tears, a lot of anger, a lot of hate going into this 2020 season. And I have to say, I love it all. That's when I, you know it's a good draft. When people are crying. When people start crying. That's a great draft, ladies and gentlemen. I definitely didn't think Dale had a class that day. I think he specifically waited to turn up late. So he was more sober than all of us. I think so, And then too. could take advantage and of us. Because he left right after the draft. Yeah. And then yeah. he, he Says started, he had migraines. He started wheeling and dealing right yeah. when he got home. He was sending messages out to people saying, yeah. hey, uh, like, you know, he knew everybody was wasted. I really, yeah, there's a lot of uh, holes in that story. Yeah. Wait, are you accusing him of doing a Joe Mixon and faking migraines? Is that, is that the story? Think that's so, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Wow. I think he did. Um, anyway. We got a message this week from uh, Baby Bro Wilson, so we're going to listen to it. And the sound guy keeps pulling that up. Here we go. Hey, Doc and Hawk. This is Corey Bryan's little brother. Um, got two questions for you today, since I know you guys' draft is coming up. One, how big are you guys on smoke screening prior to the draft? Like, really hyping up uh, players that you want, talking them down, trying to push them. I'm pretty big into that. I think it's one of the funner parts of drafting. And then two, this one's a little more fun. What is your all-time favorite smack-talking uh, methodology day of? Personally, I like looking into the eye of somebody and turning my page uh, of rankings, letting them know that that person that they just selected is on at least the second or third page, and then smiling at them wryly. Um, that's it. As far as Christmas gifts go, you guys can make a donation in my name to the Tyreek School for Boys. Um, prayers for AP getting cut. And fuck the fantasy footballers. I left a rather mean comment on their uh, YouTube videos where they stole your name. Thanks. Good luck on your draft. Now, is it just me or does it sound like he's strangling a baby in that video? There's like... Quiet little cries of desperation yeah, there. I'd it, like to know what's going on in the background of that of yeah. that recording. There's something going on. I, I, I'd also like to say thank you very much, uh, Corey, for your submission. We had hundreds of fan messages over the past couple of weeks. But of we, we, we chose yours to uh, submit to the, the live pod. And thanks for the donation to the Tyreek Hill School for Boys. And, um, well, AP is back with the Lions now, so I guess he's not going to be working as the headmaster anymore. Perhaps you could fill in as the head of discipline as a baby strangler, Corey. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, to answer your questions, this league is, I'd say, 98% smoke. Well, this is coming from... 
Smoke Meister himself. Smoke Meister Hawk over here. The master of smoke bombs. Yeah. I've said a couple things, but most of them have been true. No. I don't know about that. I mean, just look at your face right now, John. You can't even keep it straight at all. You're just, you know. Yeah, it's, it's... I do love smoke screening. I love it. I love it in the in the weeks leading up to the draft. I love if some news comes out bigging up a player or taking one down. I I mean, I, and I think it does work. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I think I indulged in it a little bit this week with Kamara. Hopefully, getting an extension. I'm kind of talking him up a little bit. Uh, Andrew, have you smoke bombed on anyone? Oh. I mean, my life is just smoke. Right. Everything I say is smoke. Right. Yeah, as we know, I'm a bit of a troll. And when it comes to fancy football, that's where I really hit my top gear. Nice. And what about your uh, draft day trolling methodology or your, your mind games during the draft? Well, it was interesting to hear what uh, baby Brian said. Um, because Wait, I was isn't at- it baby Nikki? Oh, baby Nikki, maybe. Or baby Brian. Corey. Oh, Corey. Sangha Keith. Sorry, what's his name again? Corey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Corey, Corey. Sangha Keith just confirmed it is indeed baby Corey. Um, I I was sat next to Senior Wilson um, during the entirety of the draft. And he was very calm, very collected. Didn't do any looking into the eyes of a, a competitor and rolling the pages. So I feel like... Brian and uh, Nick Corey um, have very different draft day strategies. He did get angry at me, though, when I told Steve Smith to pick Antonio Gibson, and then he refused to look at me. Yeah, yeah. I did give him shit also for uh, like not picking any good running backs. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, my, I mean, my favorite thing is just uncontrollable laughter when a bad pick happens. Yeah. Just uncontrollable laughter. Like, when somebody picks... Uh, Mark Andrews in the fourth round. That was or, beautiful. Um, Zach Ertz. You know, Zach Ertz uh, in the fifth. Oh, well, that's, you know, not the worst, but it's not great. But he could have gone easily he could have a went round a lot, or two yeah. later. But, yeah, the fourth round pick of Mark Andrews made me chuckle. And it made the whole room erupt yeah. with laughter. I think so, too, yeah. And then Dale's fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth probably made us all laugh. I think there was a lot of laughter going on <laughs> at Dale's expense, but he's managed to hoodwink a bunch of people into training him players and somehow has a full roster. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait for his episode. Hopefully Dale will come back and we can talk about his draft and then the trades that he made to, uh, to make his roster viable. And to trick a lot of people, young, young men especially. Just Crying tricking men. Young, he's learning from me. Men. Learning well, from the best. And that, with that, we'll, you know, we'll just jump right into our draft review of our th- the three hosts' drafts. So we're going to start with the Docs draft. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And if you remember, I was picking fourth, as predicted, before the draft picks were selected. I knew that there was some universal uh, influence on this draft, and I knew that I must pick fourth, and that I must excel from the fourth position. So we'll go by this in, like, four-player tiers so like one two three four talk about the four players and then move on to five six seven eight etc so we got kamara at four we got hill galladay Gurley the second now i don't know if that's the real todd Gurley or some other guy because i've never seen Gurley the second on the back of his jersey it actually means version 2.0 new and improved and back in his home uh, state with a bionic knee yeah he went to switzerland and he got something shot in his knee unstoppable now okay he's gonna kill it uh, yeah, Kamara, st- standard pick. What, uh, what, if you have any doubts about Kamara at four, what would it be? 
Well, of course, there were worries about the uh, the injection. People were worried, is this uh, a herniated disc problem? Uh, but it turns out that is not the case, ladies and gentlemen. Do not panic. It is not a disc problem. This is a muscle issue. Kamara's been back at practice all week. And then there's also been talk this week of an extension almost at the state of completion. So I, I, I'm delighted to have Kamara at four. Okay. What, what if the Saints suck and they trade him? That, that would be an interesting yeah. situation. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think I, it'll happen. Either. I do believe the Saints are going to be But it is that the Saints did go right to 100, and we're like, we'll trade you. Like, it was kind of shocking to hear them come straight out and be like, we will trade you. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how much of that was truth, how much of it was just kind of bluster, and then it, negotiation. Then it, also, a lot of it fell to Kamara's team mm-hmm. and com- to walk it back. Mm-hmm. And the Saints were like, no, we will trade you. And with, with the Saints, Murray is going to have a part to play. Sure. Latavius Murray, he, he in his absence last year, Murray amazing. did yeah. very well. Um, so why didn't you go for like Cook or Jacobs, who are like three down backs on their team? Well, I said at the eve of the draft, I said I'm tempted by Josh Jacobs at four, and that was not a bluff. Yeah, I love that boy, the way he plays. Dalvin Cook, for me, the, the reason I didn't pick him was the injury concern. That man still hasn't played a 16-game season. Played 19. Kamara still is like a two and a half. Down back, mm. he's almost he's pretty much as a three down back. And the, the amount of catches yeah. that he makes in the season, I mean, you're yeah. talking eighty I, or ninety receptions. I think he, I think he is three. I think back. in a half point PPR league, give me Kamara yeah. every day. Okay, Tyreek Hill, what do you think? Like it? I, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, look, look at look at the wide receivers that came after him. There's Hopkins. Would you? The, yeah, Hopkins, Hopkins is the only one that I might have taken over him. So. At that time, I was hoping that Aaron Jones would fall to me, but unfortunately, the Wilson brothers sniped him. And it wasn't the last time either in this draft that Brian sniped me. But uh, yeah, so he took Aaron Jones from underneath me, and I just thought, well, I don't want to have Chris Carson or James Conner in the second. It's got to be a wide receiver. And from that point, yeah, I, I love Tyreek Hill. I like that Kansas City team. I think they're pretty good. DeAndre Hopkins moving to a new team. Uh, I do like Kyler Murray, but... Give me Patrick Mahomes over Kyler Murray. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have went Hopkins probably just because I like the, the that, you know, he catches more passes usually, yeah. usually yeah. than Hill. Hill catches like 80, 90 passes, but Hopkins could get you like one or 110. Next, Galladay. Uh, a little hamstring injury now, but oh, really? I like Galladay. Yeah. No, I don't think it's a problem. I don't think it's a problem. There is. He does have a hammy. Hammy's always, always, always dicey. When yeah. we get to my team, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, but Galladay's, in yeah. my opinion, very solid. Yeah, pick. he's solid. A great receiver, wide receiver one on what you hope's going to be a pretty pass-heavy team, yep. if that's even a thing anymore. Yeah, and again, I just didn't want to take you know the likes of Lev Bell, Leonard Fournette in the third round, because for me, that's just not a good pick. Yeah, wide receiver there, or... We- we spoke about uh, Thielen. We, we spoke yeah. about Thielen separately. Why d- was that an easy decision? Galladay over Thielen. It or, was. Yeah, I think that's pretty I, easy. One. I love I love Thielen this year. I think he's like a low end wide receiver one. I think Galladay has the potential to be one or two overall. Okay. It's, it's kind of about the offense they're in, right? Like Thielen's offense is not going to throw the ball that much. True, um, but I think Thielen's the only receiver in town. He's the only receiver, but they're not going to throw that much. Galladay. The Lions are going to suck, probably. Or they're going to be good, and it's going to be because they're throwing it, because they never have a running back. And I just like that security that we saw last year. Even though it wasn't Stafford throwing him the ball, he still led the league in touchdowns. And here we go to the most divisive man, probably, 
in the NFL, in the fantasy realm. Todd Gurley, the second in the fourth round. Um, any regrets at taking somebody else? Well, I knew that I wanted another running back because the running backs, obviously, in this league go really fast. I wanted that second RB in my team, and it was either him, Jonathan Taylor, or Melvin Gordon. That, that was the, uh, the three that I was choosing from, and I think I took the, the highest upside. I like Jonathan Taylor, but I think he's going to be sharing that backfield for the majority of the season. Yeah, I don't think Taylor will Singletary start. or Ingram didn't come into it. Well, I was hoping for Dobbins later, so mm. Ingram did not. And I like Singletary, but I think, again, Todd Gurley has more upside than... A lot of these, yeah, a lot of these other... Like, I don't think Taylor will play for a while. Or I think he will play a little bit, but Marlon Mack apparently looks good, too. So they're going to probably go, like, just a running back yeah. by committee. The thing is, if Todd Gurley's fit and plays a full season, he's a top-five running back. It could be insane. Yeah. And so to get him as my RB2 yeah. in the fourth round, for yeah. me, I thought was where insane. Did Gurley, where did Gurley finish last year? What was his... Like, RB 10 to 15. He scored 15 touchdowns but behind that, the worst offensive line in the league. The one thing that worries me is that he wasn't a top 10 running back and he scored 15 touchdowns. That worries you? That yeah, shows that me that he's me. still amazing. But on a completely different team. It's, it, that, I, I think that a better worry, team. I think, a be, I think I Atlanta's going to be a better offense. Uh, yeah, Atlanta's offense is good. They're good at throwing the ball. But I don't know if they've been good at running the ball for a while. The thing and, that and running the ball, I don't think they run ran the ball at the goal line much last year. Yeah, that's the but thing they did that have the Rams, Rupert, but yeah. they didn't have Todd Gurley either. Exactly. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. And also last year, I think the reason that Todd Gurley had a more disappointing year, apart from the offensive line, was that they stopped throwing to Todd Gurley. And I don't know if that was health related or what, but I'm just saying when Todd Gurley gets 50, 60 receptions, he's he's unstoppable. And so if that happens this year. I think you're looking at a, a a running back one in the fourth round. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not sure. Okay, next four. Yeah, Tom so, Brady. Oh wait, are we going to go yeah, to your next four? Uh, I think we're just no. Go let's down just do the player. top first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady, Terry McLaurin, J.K. Dobbins, and Kirk. If I die, I die. Cousins. That's why I drafted them. Okay, Tom Brady. I think sleeper has Tom Brady vastly overrated. As of today's rankings, of a, like the, the points that he's yeah, projected to get, yeah. it's way over. In a two QB league, having Tom Brady as my QB one scare me a little bit. A little bit. W- where do you rank him on the year? I'd put him in that. I, I'd say like a QB twelve. Yeah, maybe that's serviceable. Which yeah. is which? Yeah, which yeah. is in a twelve team league, a QB one, but right at that bottom edge. He yeah, has right. no obviously no rushing. I, yeah. I believe I was the last team to select a quarterback. Uh, yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. So I obviously I waited to, on QB a little bit. Uh-huh. I think he'll be good, but I just don't like that he doesn't bring any rushing. That's true. I think no. uh, all the top ten QBs last year had at least I think two hundred yeah, two hundred rushing yards rushing or something. Two hundred's fine. Two hundred will get you like that. That's a, a big boost. So. Right, but dude, Tom Brady, Mike yeah. Evans, yeah, Godwin. I like the team. I'm excited. I like. The I'm team. excited. But, uh, yeah, I do think that Sleeper has him projected for, like, 21 points this week, and that is three touchdowns and 300-something yards. He is Benjamin Button. Like, he does look – we spoke about it before. He looks younger younger now now. than he did 15 years ago. I just think it's – they're a bit inflated because he doesn't have, like, the rushing upside. Like, if you – like, Deshaun Watson is going off at 22, 
and Brady's going off at 20 or 21. I think it's maybe 18. We'll see later in the episode, Is ladies and gentlemen. I think it's 18. Okay, I thought it was 20-something. I mean, Rodgers and Brady were kind of closely drafted. What, what, I mean, what's your opinion on between Rodgers and Brady? I rate. I, I definitely rate Rodgers over Brady. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Why? Because Rodgers doesn't really offer much rushing either. Um, I would rate... I like Rodgers... I like both, but they're both pretty similar. Yeah. They're yeah. both like, at this stage in their career, Rodgers offers maybe 200 rushing yards, maybe. Yeah. yeah he yeah. sometimes a scrambles little bit, a, a scramble, little, yeah. but they're pretty similar. Brady has better weapons, though. 100% agree. Well, he just does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, without doubt, without weapons. doubt. I mean, like, Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Stafford, Breeze, and Tom Brady are all reliant on one thing, and that's throwing the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the real question here is, I obviously had to take a QB at this point, fifth round. I had no QB at all. The question is, would you have taken Tom Brady or Carson Wentz? I would have taken Wentz. You would have taken Wentz, John? I took Wentz, so I definitely would have taken Wentz. Just because Wentz has, I mean, he was going to be the MVP the year that the Eagles won the Super Bowl, if he didn't get hurt. He Was Was that his rookie year? I think it was his second year. Second year. Uh, He has some rushing upside, and he's just, yeah... I, he, I don't know. I, I probably would have taken Wentz there. I, I, I get it. I love Wentz as your QB two. I think that's the strongest yeah. QB two in the league. But for me, I wanted someone that's going to play the whole season, and I just don't think Wentz is going to play the whole season. He'll, he'll. Uh, he never. Yeah, does. he might not. He never. He never he does. Might not. That's why I'm, we'll talk about mine later. But also Brady, behind a completely different offensive line. We got to see how they are. We don't know how. Like, there's a lot he, of questions. In in New England, he rarely took hits. Rarely took hits. Who know, look how many hits Winston took last year. Yeah, he took a lot. The how off- much was that his fault, though? So they said... We don't know. I think so, Brady's smart enough to throw that ball so away. So I, I did, yeah. A good amount, they say, um, according to like the statistics, I saw something on the, uh, the old YouTube machine the other day, that Winston, yeah, he was sacked the most. Because, like, he was sacked a lot. But... So, like a, a, a percentage of that was, was his, his own fault, fault yeah. because he wasn't he making the read fast too much. Yeah, yeah. But in Bruce Arians' offense, you have to stay in the pocket. Yeah, yeah. Is that something Brady is like gonna do? He's gonna take hits from like the Saints D line is pretty good. The Patriots um, offense was known for one step drop and just quickly just. Well, get he might bring. He also might bring that mix with Arians' offense yeah. to yeah, the yeah, box. Yeah, yeah. We have to. Yeah. We have to know that like, they're gonna do. What they can do with him. Yeah. yeah. I think, no no doubt in my mind, Tampa Bay is, they have the most question marks out of any offense this year. But give me that man, Tom Brady, as my QB1. When I wait until the fifth round, I'm happy. Okay, next one, Terry McLaurin. Um, yeah, McLaurin, I mean, we'll see what ha- Haskins can do with him. Situation's not great, but he is, like, you know, the only receiver there. And he is good. He's, he's, a, he's a great receiver. Yeah, yeah. yeah just... Worries about the team. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins, will he play and when? Well, we all know that I wanted him this year. I'm yeah. surprised you didn't go Hollywood Brown. Or over Terry McLaurin. Or somebody like Philip Lindsay to shore up your backfield. Just because um, to, like, cause you know Philip Lindsay is going to get at least 40% of the touches. We, we kind of can guess that. Based on the fact that Gordon, Gordon is not a workhorse back. He always split time with Eckler. Sure. So I'm surprised you didn't go... Instead of McLaurin or instead of... No, no, Dobbins, Dobbins. 
Well, I think we all know that I support the Baltimore Ravens. I think that was uh, maybe an emotional ho- pick. Hollywood? Hollywood's on the Ravens, too. Well, I don't need another wide receiver, John. I had three wide receivers there. I also think you could have waited on Dobbins. Yeah, Probably, he, but yeah. I, I, again, like I said, I'm a Baltimore fan. Yeah, yeah. Give me my Dobbinses, yeah. baby. Give okay. me my Dobbinses. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Um, okay, now we have... Captain Kirk. Kirk. I'll die if I die. I'll die if I die. Cousins. Living in my grandma's basement. Pretty much the most ridiculous human on the planet. Uh, lives in his parents-in-law basement and is not scared to bring COVID home and murder them. And that's why I picked him, John. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, it shows he's willing to really go out there. He's ruthless. Are you worried uh, about... Your quarterbacks are very... They're traditional-style quarterbacks. They're conservative. Yeah. I, no, well, I wouldn't say Brady's conservative. I would just really? say because he can, he could also throw for 35, 40 touchdowns. Yeah, sure. So that's not like he will air it out. Cousins will air it out, but Cousins is more of a game manager. I'm just a little like he. I would say Tom Brady's a bit of a game manager too. I don't know. I think Brady in this offense will be will be much better than he was last year. I'm last excited. year's offense, they had nothing in yeah. New England. Um, and we'll get to the reason why I think Cam Newton was a bad pick later for Andrew because of that reason. Yeah, but Cousins is yeah he's dependable. I think he's just a solid QB two, and that's all I you needed at that time. Were you tempted at all to roll the dice with Joe Burrow, who was picked four picks later? No, because for me, I knew okay, I don't have a strong QB one. Mm-hmm. I need to have some production for my QB two, and I just preferred that guarantee. Kirk Cousins, middle of the road, middle of the pack, but at least guaranteed to you know have something each week. Yeah, he'll from him. He'll he'll do okay. I mean, he had like thirty touchdowns last year, but without Diggs, I think that number might come down a bit. True, but he doesn't throw interceptions. Yeah, that's, get, that's why I like it. He doesn't throw too many picks. Say, same with Tom Brady. And remember, our league does penalize interceptions a little bit more than most normal leagues. So I I just think I liked having. Mildly conservative passers that uh, I don't think they have a, a lot of downside. Is that right? Oh, we, yeah. I thought we went back. To, didn't we go to... No, you, you get penalized for an interception. How much for an interception? I think it's minus three. Minus Might two. be minus three, no. minus two. We can check that. Sound we'll, guy Keith will check it in, uh, in yeah. a couple of minutes. He's on a smoke break. Uh, Matt Breida, Sam Darnold, Emmanuel Sanders, and the Buffalo Bills, the Third defense taken I, off. I like the Bills. I, I was torn between... I, I was the first person to take a defense. I was torn between the Steelers and the Bills. Okay. Matt Breida, maybe he'll have a shot um, in Miami. Sam Darnold, I just think... It, it was the last quarterback taken, pretty much. Yeah. And so let's just talk about Breida and Darnold. Because I think my one regret in this draft is maybe picking Breida and not having a, more of a choice when it came to my third quarterback. Well, you could have got Tannehill. Could have got... Tannehill. Could have got Terry, Terry Bridgewater. Yeah. Could have got Jimmy Garoppolo. Could have got Terry Carr. Could have got Phillip Rivers if I hadn't picked Breida. But then I would have been going back-to-back QBs, 8th and ninth round. I felt a little bit gross considering that I had Todd Gurley, J.K. Dobbins. I, I wanted the safety blanket of a fourth RB yeah. before my final QB. Yep. And uh, Darnold, I don't know. I think the Jets have ruined Darnold. Yeah, I think he seems like the, a really good prospect. But I, coming the out, Jets but. have ruined him, I mm. think. I think Adam Gase is the worst, the single worst coach in the NFL is Adam yeah. Gase. I think he has and no. And he's creepy, really creepy. Well, he's creepy. I mean, we're we're gonna we got a, an advertisement later. We think he uses it. 
I don't know. <laughs> Stay tuned. I've heard, I've heard that he does use it, but yeah. he's a he's like he his offense. He has no offensive philosophy at all. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not excited to have Sam Darnold on my team, but he was literally the, the last, last starting quarterback. Yeah. Take. Dwayne Haskins was all that was left after that. He's not a starting quarterback. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders <laughs> is yeah could be a good shout. In the eleventh round, I think that's really could good. Could pick up some you know some bye weeks bye week points, and then the Buffalo Bills defense. And then Mike Gazicki. We'll round that off with Mike Gazicki. Who I think also could be a, a good pick as well. Which, yeah, could be fine. Obviously, I waited on tight end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike Gazicki, last three picks going quick here. Gazicki, Preston Williams, and Greg Olson. Yep. I like um, Preston Williams. Is, who knows about Olson? Who knows about. I mean, it's the last three rounds, so it, yeah. it's all just kind of a dart throw at this point. Um. Let me just ask you before we move on. Uh, Andrew, you like Buffalo Bills more than, say, uh, San Francisco this year? Yes, I do. I'm, uh, they, they obviously just paid uh, Tredavious White. Um, they've got a really, really good young set of defenders. That secondary Linebacker, is nasty. The, the linebackers are looking good. Is it Ed Oliver that they just added last year to the, the, the defensive line? line? Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I'm, I really like the Bills. But the Steelers, I had them last year. I think the Steelers, like uh, the Patriots last year, they got a lot of like turnover luck, I want to call it. They got a lot of luck yeah. in general because down the stretch they were not as good as they were starting the season. Yeah. And you have to remember, like the Bills. And they played horrible teams. Yeah. yeah, well, that's the Bills. Yeah, the Bills well, are about to play in the worst division in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and now we're going to move on to my draft. Yeah. So oh, somebody else can take the lead. and. Okay, so with the first pick. Give the first four. Uh, he went Josh Jacobs. Just before you continue, Andrew, remember, John was picking from the eighth spot, ladies and gentlemen. Eighth spot in the draft. Uh, Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, Mike Evans, and Matt Ryan. Just before John's pick at eight. Dalvin Cook was taken by Bagoa at 7. And obviously the two QBs went also at 5 and 6. Yeah. So 8 is traditionally the hardest pick in the draft. I would agree with that, John. Um, I, I think you did a good job despite the, uh, the situation. It's a hard pick. You have to get the guys you want earlier than you want to pick them. Or early, earlier than you think that they're worth. And that's, that's why I love your first pick. Yeah. yeah, Josh Jacobs is the guy uh, I wanted. After Jacobs, who, who else was there that went that you might have, that you were thinking about? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. And I, obviously, I was hoping Austin Eckler would come to me in the second round. You would take Eckler over Sanders? Uh, yeah. If Sanders was taken, or if Sanders and Eckler were both there, I would have taken Eckler. What about Kenyon Drake? Uh, no, probably not. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not like as people. I know people are really big into his talent, but I mean, he's never really had a full workload. Like, and the problem before it wasn't his like that's another Adam Gase sort of head scratcher, right? That's when Gase was with the Dolphins. He was healthy but not playing. Um, but also he he just never really. Every time he gets a full workload, he gets injured. I don't know. Has, I, has I don't Miles know. Sanders ever had a full work, workload? The back end of last season, he was on a full workload. No, um, he got injured the back end of last no, season. No, that's when he picked it up. The front end, he wasn't that great. 
No, no, because Boston Scott came in at the end of last season. Maybe at the very end, but yeah, he he didn't Boston play. Boston Scott had a run of like three or four games at the end of last season where he was... I think most of Miles Sanders' work came at the end of last season. I'm pretty no, I think sure. That was he started Scott. really slow. We'll have to ask the, uh, the Wilson brothers... The <laughs> they don't know way more than we do about the Philadelphia backfield. I'm almost certain, I, I'm pretty certain, 95% certain that most of Sanders' work came in the last eight weeks. Um, mm-hmm. He got, what, 1,300 yards, like eight touchdowns, but he didn't do anything the first eight weeks because they had Jordan Howard. Fair enough. And he's yeah. I don't think Boston Scott was playing that much. I think it was Howard and Sanders. Uh, I do believe Boston Scott played quite a little yeah, bit at towards the end. the end of the year, but yeah. maybe well, at the very end. Maybe yeah. baby brother Corey can Corey let us know. Can send the the only stuff. other thing I would say about, and I spoke to um, Brian about it on draft day. Thing that worried me about, I mean, I was never going for Sanders. He's a little injured, um, but the Philly offensive line—that's the question. La- last year they were the best in the league, but they've lost yeah. their two best offensive linemen yeah. to injury. They've lost um, everybody. Yeah, but that's kind of why. I, I liked Sanders a bit more because they have no wide receivers, right? They got Jalen Rager and some guy from South Philly. It, <laughs> like, but Miles Sanders is a three-down back. Yeah. They use him as a pass catcher. Is there anyone, any running back after no. that you would have taken? No. So not, th- not thinking about Aaron Jones at all? Not at all, no. Yeah. And they don't like him. You know, they, they don't they like don't Aaron like Jones? Look, the Packers don't like him. I think Aaron Rodgers likes him. I think Aaron Rodgers went on to McAvee today and talked about Jamal Williams. Yeah, that's he's not a, Aaron yeah. Jones. Yeah. So I don't. I think that Aaron Rodgers likes Jamal Williams first because Jamal Williams can pass protect and Aaron, Aaron Jones cannot. Um, the Eagles like Sanders, um, I think. I mean, I, I don't know. I like his explosivity. He had 4.6 yards per rush last year. Um, yeah, I think he's he is like... Of a similar mold to like an Eckler, um, or even Jacobs. You know, he could be a three-down back. He, he he certainly is explosive. Yeah. He's got that great long speed. Yeah. The question is, you know, if he can stay healthy, can he find that hole? And that's what to, I'm worried about. He has to. If the if the line is bad, it could be rough. But I still think he'll get enough work in the passing game. But w- also, with their lack of wide receivers. Do you not think they're just going to stack the box? No, they still got because they still have Ertz and Goddard to stretch the middle of the field. So like they can't really stack the box. Yeah. Um, because they could just run seam routes and then that's going to pull the linebackers back. And if Rager Rager is supposed to play this weekend, if they're just running him, just running off people, they still have enough weapons to yep. make it open. They don't have a lot of wide receivers. He certainly but, has the potential to be yeah. a top five running back. That's what I think. Uh, and that's why I drafted him. That's like, but he does have like a hamstring issue right now, which always is worrying. Yeah. Fair enough. And you wouldn't, you, you don't regret at all not taking, say, Julio Jones, uh, who I think not, is a lot safer. Yeah, Julio Jones definitely safer. Devontae Adams safer. But this is running back league. There is nothing. Where, if it came back to me, my second running back would have been Le- Le'Veon Bell. If I had to wait until the third round to pick a running back. And at that point, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just that's a bit too dicey. In all of the mocks I did when I took a wide receiver in the second round, it didn't end well. Fair enough. All right, and then you obviously had Mike Evans as your first wide receiver. Yep. Happy with him as your wide receiver yeah, one? Yeah, I'm happy. I mean, I mean, he's going to be in this Tom Brady offense that I'm a fan of, but now he's, he's a little injured as well. So 
going in with Sanders and Evans, both with hamstring injuries this week, is not ideal. I'm sure he'll be fine. Hamstring injuries, yeah, they're problematic, but I, I, they tend to, to work he themselves He is one out. of the most consistent wide receivers as well. I mean, he's more of a big play wide receiver. He's not going to catch 100 passes, most likely, but he'll get you over 1,000 yards. You're That's not- it. Do you think... With Brady, obviously he played with um, Winston before, and Winston was just happy to just uh-huh. chuck it up downfield. And Mike Evans is that like physical, physical of a receiver that he can just win any 50-50. Do you think Brady's going to do that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. I think Brady's far too like methodical to see a 50-50 downfield and think, no, I'll go to like my slot that's wide open. I think Godwin is obviously going to have more catches than Evans, for yeah. sure. But Godwin was gone miles before Oh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, Brady will chuck it up. If the talent is there, Brady will throw it up. Yeah. Um, and I don't think his arm has diminished. Like, people say... No, I'm not, that, say, I'm not saying it's it diminished. Has. I'm saying, like, he, he only well, does that if, like, he knows... Well, I mean, if you look at his season with Randy Moss, that is a mm. decade ago. He was yeah. just... <laughs> oh, yeah. But he was just... That's a long time. And are you he comparing was, Randy Moss to Mike Evans? Um... I don't know. I mean, like, they're not too dissimilar. I mean, Randy Moss let, is a lot faster. Yeah, faster. but let Evans play another three or four years, and if his numbers are still the same, then, you know... I don't think he's quite, quite fairly similar. But, yeah, you're right. As a deep threat, he's, deep he's threat. kind of similar. Yeah. yeah. All right, fair enough. Um, last question about Evans. You wouldn't be tempted by Thielen. I know you, you chose him as your bust. No, I think, yeah, because I think... The Bucks' offense is better than the uh, Vikings' offense. I Fair think because like they're gonna throw it all day. The Bucks are gonna throw what, it. All day. What about Cooper? Because Cooper was no, kind of no zero yeah. percent chance. Yeah, me too. Cooper has no spot on my roster. Yeah. Amari Cooper, you're talking. Amari yeah, Cooper, yeah, yeah, has no. Spot all right, on my fair roster. enough. And then you got Matt Ryan, and then I know this is going into the next section, but you did double up with Carson Wentz, four yep. or five. Yeah, four and five. Just co- get my quarterbacks done. Any regret about doing that? Nope. I mean, there's no really wide receivers that I think... I think I wouldn't have gotten a much different wide receiver if I picked one instead of either one of those quarterbacks. Calvin Ridley, Cortland Sutton, Keenan Allen, DJ Moore. Tyler Lockett, though. That's in the same bracket as those guys. Um, Tyler Lockett is Russell Wilson's number one receiver. It's not Metcalf. Mac, I know Metcalf was picked before, but I couldn't really understand I it. I think there's whisperings coming out of Seahawks camp that Josh Gordon might be his number one receiver this year. <laughs> well, now, Jesus. Well, we, well, now you don't get busted for... Uh, Talk about a smoke bomb later. <laughs> uh, but there is some weird connection between Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett. There's mm. a strange connection. Telepathic. Yeah. When the yeah, play yeah. breaks down, he's looking for Lockett. He's and, not looking for anybody else. And it breaks down a lot. And did yeah. you see that touchdown last yeah. year against the Rams? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Well, yeah. It was, Catch of the year. Yeah. There, there was a video I watched with, uh, about the Wilson and Lockett connection. And it was basically Lockett has the freedom. He doesn't have a set route. He has a route. And then looking at where the safety's going or the cornerback's going... He decides where to turn the route, and then Russell Wilson just plays off that. Yep. Yeah, he also looks at how close is Russell Wilson to being sacked right now, and where can I go? Because yeah. usually it's the offensive line causing problems. Yeah, the offensive line for the Seahawks is not good. Um, that is a, a, a reason why there is a lot of these like improvised plays, and why... I mean, I, I'm happy with Lockett as a num- my number two receiver, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that those two, I think those two are pretty solid Evans and Lockett. Um, your next pick, Will Fuller, 
I'm very him. surprised you traded him away. Trade him right away. Yeah. Um, um, who did you trade him to? I traded him to the uh, to the old Dale Manny. For? Debo Samuel. Why? I'm not sure if I... I kind of regret it a little bit. Yeah. But I do think that when Debo is back healthy, he would have been picked there anyway. He might have even been picked like above that. How long is Debo out for? He's back. Oh, he's back. He's back, yeah. But he, they're not sure if he's going to play this week or they're going to wait till next week. So what was your thinking at the time of the trade? Uh, get rid of Will Fuller. Why? Because <laughs> I don't really like him on my team at all. So who... Who, you who would you have preferred? After uh, that, you I could think have if Gallup? I, if, if I could go back... I mean, Cooks? the one pick that I regret taking is Will Fuller. Um, and I would have just picked Philip Lindsay instead of Fuller. Like, I, that's all I would have done. Devontae Parker instead of Will Fuller would have been a good pick. Again... He's got. He's a little injured. Is he? Parker's got some hamstring injuries, but I guess that a lot of guys have them nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's just tight. Um, but yeah, I would have went Lindsay, and then it would have freed me up to take maybe Parker in the next round. Fair enough. Yeah, I was honestly yeah. shocked that Debo Samuel lasted until what the thirteenth round. Tenth round. Tenth it's nuts. Rounds. It's nuts. It, it's crazy. He's the wide receiver one on a team that went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't get why how Marvin Jones. I don't get how Ceedee Lamb went over him or. I mean, there's a lot of players there. I mean, Ceedee Lamb was very close to Debo Samuel. No, I disagree. Not, not. No, in no, in, in like in picks. Yeah, right. close. I'm surprised he's even not in the eighth round. I think he's an eighth round pick, pretty much. I would have Armstead. Like, I would have picked him over Jarvis Landry. I would have yeah. picked him over Devante Parker. Yeah. I probably would have picked him over Brandon Cooks, honestly. Yeah, Cooks is already hurt. Cooks is hurt now. So anyway, um, uh, fair enough. So that that was what that what, what pick was that? We're up to we're up no, to sorry, no yeah. Will Fuller. Yeah. Well, after Will Fuller. All right. So then you had in, in your eighth round you had Alexander Madison. Nine you had Tariq Cohen, and then ten you had a Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Happy with those running backs to back up your Josh Jacobs and Sanders? Not particularly, but I'm happy with uh, Madison as a handcuff. Um. That's upside, baby. That's the upside that I'm thinking of. I, I like I said, I regret not taking Philip Lindsay because I would have been much happier with him as my sort of, you know, flex week kind of flex bye week kind of guy. I mean, on your bye week, it's probably going to be Terry Cohen. It's going to be Cohen, or it's going to be yeah. I'm going to have to try to find another receiver. Um, but yeah, I'm just really pinning my hopes on the two running backs, and uh, yeah, I, I'm okay with having. Those two running backs on my bench for now. Fair enough. And how do you feel about Derek Carr as your QB3? I think it's the, think it's the best one. I think he's the best QB3 to have besides Tannehill. Uh, and Tannehill is a QB2. So I think of all the teams, Carr is the best. Is the team, like I think Carr is... I have the best QB3, I think. Over uh, Drew Locke? Uh, I, I think Drew Locke's going to start. I think, it, I think before you know it, Commissioner Roberts is going to have to trade one of those, those quarterbacks. I think Commissioner Roberts obviously had a terrible draft, but he's gonna have to trade one of them. Lamar Jackson, Matthew Stafford, and Drew Luck. That, to, that's to gotta trade. be the best three QBs in the league. But he, oh, has, yeah. he yeah, has to trade that. one. He has to trade one. Yeah. He's not his run, look at his running back. Yeah, he's gonna have to trade one. It's grim, but don't worry, we'll get the commission um, on soon, ladies and gentlemen. We can roast him soon. And I think, yeah, Derek Carr is, you know, pretty dependable. Not great numbers, but the offense is retooled. Fair enough. And then let's do your last half real quick. TJ Hawkinson at 11, Sterling Shepard, Jared McKinnon, John O. Smith, and your defense is Minnesota. 
Uh, let's do both your tight ends first. Okay, yeah, go for it. Um, so TJ Hawkinson, obviously for Detroit, rookie last year, had a great week one. Really showed a lot of promise, and then nothing. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, for me, tight end is kind of a dart throw. Um, that's why I took two of them. I don't see... I mean, maybe he'll be great. Usually tight ends aren't great their first year. Would you ever pick one of the, the big tight ends? Like the top three tight ends? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I really don't think I would pick one of the top three tight ends. What if uh, Kittle waited until the fourth round? Sure, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think anyone would. Th- that's not going to happen. Um, Hawkinson is a dart throw. John o. Smith is a dart throw. But in this league, it looks like everybody these days has two tight ends and is willing to trade them. Not yeah. me. Um, what do you have? Oh, you have Jared Cook. Um, so if one of those guys goes off, great. If they don't, I'll just try to find another one. I really like John Smith as a backup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, we'll yeah. see because like he people are talking him up, and he was the 14th round. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah, I like it. Sterling Shepard. I saw that um, yeah. Darius Slayton got picked up of wire waiver wire after the draft. Uh, he was, I think Darius Slayton was drafted. No, he wasn't. Are you he, sure? Yeah, yeah. Dale picked him up after the draft ah. on the waiver wire. Is Shepard the wide receiver? No, he was, he was drafted 14-4. Oh, sorry, yeah. yeah. Sorry, he dropped him. He dropped him then. Yeah. Um, is Shepard the definite wide receiver one? I don't know. Yeah. But he's the one that is w- working out of the slot who would get the most catches yeah. most likely, right? Yeah. I don't um, think there is a wide receiver one. Yeah, I don't Jackson. think there is. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, it's a big toss-up between Shepard and Slayton. I think Slayton... I think Slayton's a good player. Slayton's good, but he's... He kind of benefited from the fact that there was no other wide receivers on the team. Ingram was out. Ingram was out, um, and it was a lot of his plays were big plays. Yeah, there was um, a lot of talk saying that Ingram's the number one yeah, he probably receiver yeah. on the team. He probably is, but Shepard is like a player who you wouldn't be surprised if he catches eight passes for like you know seventy yards, and then like on a bye week, that's yeah. great. Yeah, I did watch the uh, Tampa Bay. A Giants game recently where, where, where that Jones, Jones's yes, debut, debut yeah. and uh, Sterling Shepard was the wide receiver one that yeah. week for sure. Now that was quite an early game. He was out, didn't Shepard? And he got injured. injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I just on that game he was definitely the wide receiver one. And I just think in the twelfth round, like we're throwing darts now, right? Yeah. So yeah. in the twelfth round, give me Sterling Shepard with a chance to be the Giants number one and catch eighty passes this yeah. year. No, who cares and about the yardage? In, who in, cares yeah, about yeah, the yeah. yardage, right? The yardage for a guy like Sterling Shepard doesn't matter. It's more, is he going to catch, if he catches 70 or 80 passes, that's a massive win because not many of those other guys in that round or lower are going to do that. Yeah. Fair and enough. Next one. Jared McKinnon. Yeah. Just giving a shout. You know, <laughs> San Francisco backfield. I, they'll, they'll chuck people I in honestly there think right off the street. He hasn't played in two years. I think he's one of the top 20 highest paid running backs in the league. No, so. no, his salary is cut. I they think. had oh, to cut him. his salary. Oh, did they? Because then he, they obviously would have thrown yeah. him away if they oh, didn't okay, cut, right, so right, they right. cut his salary. Uh, uh, last season, at least, though, he was. Yeah, probably last yeah, year. Yeah. Well, why not take a shot on it? Um, Breed is gone. Breed is gone. Ke- is he healthy? Yeah, he's healthy. Yeah. Uh, Coleman is a bit older. Uh, and Mostert. There's nobody there that's ahead of him that is necessarily better. The year that McKinnon had him. at the Vikings. He was great. Yeah. yeah. He like, was like the... Like, before CMC was CMC, he was like that... 
satellite back. And do you remember two years ago, the question was, do you take McKinnon or CMC? Yeah, yeah. That was like the honest debate. And Steve Smith took yeah. McKinnon, and the next day he tore an ACL. Which is obviously very sad. Yeah. Like, you don't want to see a career go that way. But, but that's why I pick him up. Like, what, what is the worst that happens? I cut him. Mm. Um, or he somehow gets involved in this backfield. And from what the reports are saying... The linebackers on the on the 49ers, which I think is a good defense, cannot keep up with them. Yeah. So we'll see. Fair enough. And then your defense, Minnesota. Already dropped them. Yeah, who, who you got for your defense? I picked the Chargers because they're playing the Bengals. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Burrow's first game. Let's go on to Andrews. Well, let's take a break first because okay. I'm exhausted. Okay. Let's take a break and then we'll come back. We all need to defecate. Have you ever thought defecating post or pre-orgasm? If you have, then we're the company for you. Scatcleaners.com offer a full house clean after those dirty nights. We've treated and met and helped such famous clients as NFL wide receivers, Trump, the garbage men from down the street, celebrity impersonators, and all sorts. Sign up to our year-long cleaning service, and to get 25% off, use the code RUTRO. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now I wonder who that famous wide receiver was that made use of that beautiful service that we just had that spot for. I don't know, but it sounds like something I'm going to try. Very nice. Now it's time for Shuttler, your, your draft review. Yeah. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, Shuttler was at the turn. 12th spot. He was happy when he got that spot in the selection process. I was, yeah. And uh, let's just review your first four picks. Well, just before we start, I wanted to say I was at eight last year. And at eight last year, I ended up with the exact same players. Different, different style though. Different, different team. More like into this. Well, year's yeah. Year. So, I, so I went Chubb at eight, and then Mixon, Mixon came yeah. tame, came after that in round two. That could have um, happened this year if we were doing the same thing. Yeah, I mean, obviously the order of Chubb and Mixon don't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, Mixon, Mixon is my like my RB. He's like the guy. He's a three down back. Just got paid. Um, he's not behind Dalton. I think Joe Burrow offers a lot more threat than Dalton ever could. Um, they have their first round draft pick from last year, who was injured all last year. I can't remember his name, but he was an offensive tackle. Um, he's back and healthy. So I think the line's going to be better. Yeah. And, and if you watch Joe Mixon at the end of last year, ladies and gentlemen, he looked like one of the best Starbies in the league. Yeah, yeah. Slow start last year, but at the end of the year, he looked unstoppable. Yeah. I just don't, Both of those players, they're just very fun to watch. Um, and that's what I like in fantasy football. I like watching the players that I have. 100% agree. Now, Nick Chubb obviously was your first pick. Kareem Hunt got signed, signed uh, was that yesterday, I yep. think? Does that worry you at all for Nick Chubb's workload? It doesn't. Um, what I've heard is that they signed 
Kareem Hunt to like a relatively modest, I think it's 8 million guaranteed, 13 million over two years. They signed him to that relatively modest contract because it makes him easier to trade mid, mid-season because they've already taken the cap hit and then they can get some good draft picks for him. Um, which, obviously, who knows, there's lots of chat on the internet. Um, they could also work as a good one-two uh, running back committee. I mean, you look back at Kamara and Ingram, they both had 1,000-yard seasons. There's no reason that can't happen on this, this team. Fair enough. And then you also had Adam Thielen as your uh, wide receiver one at the third pick, and then Aaron Rodgers was your fourth. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about Adam Thielen first. Adam Thielen, obviously last year, we all got a bit confused a couple of podcasts ago with the amount of um, targets and receptions he had. That's because he wasn't playing. <laughs> he was injured a lot last yeah. year. Um, yeah, I think he went out in week six or seven. Um, but he's going to get at least 100 targets this year. Oh, no. He's going to get at least he would have to 100 get... receptions this year. Well, yeah, you'd hope so. He would have to get over 100 targets to be... Uh... He'd need, like, 130. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, and he'll that, get them. Yeah. As the only receiver um, on that team, he'll get them. They have Olabisi Johnson, and they drafted Justin Jefferson. Um, but he has that rapport with Kirk Cousins. Stiggs isn't there. Thielen, he's just... He's not a flashy wide receiver, but he does everything so well. And he's also a very big threat in the red zone that I think people don't, like give him credit for. That's the point Um, I was going to make. That boy can score some touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. I had him last year as well. Were you Um, bummed that Josh Allen went two picks before? I would have taken Josh Allen. Yeah, Yeah, I would have taken Josh Allen. Um, The Russian upside. But Aaron Rodgers um, had a pretty mediocre season last season. But I think... Honestly, I think Rodgers could really bounce back and be in the running for an MVP season. With the... Is it Jordan Love? Jordan Love, when they drafted him in the first, in the first round? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think he's got this chip on his shoulder now. Yep. Um, I've been saying that the whole year. He's coming to the end of his career. I think he's really going to show out. He's moving into broadcasting. Yeah. Yep, yeah. And <laughs> if Devontae is healthy this year, ladies and gentlemen, watch out because that guy could have 15 touchdowns. Yeah, good. Um, yeah. Okay, next four picks. We got, uh, yeah, on you, on you go, John. Cortland Sutton, Keenan Allen, Cam Akers, and Cam Newton. The first, Cams. Yeah. First two are good. Second two, a lot of questions. Well, let's talk about uh, Cortland Sutton first. Yeah. Cortland Sutton. Um, Probably catch 80 passes. I think myself, and I think the Doc is good friends with um, uh, quite a famous fantasy football guru. Um, well, wait, wait, let's not say the name. Oh, sorry, I apologize. Um, let's not give away resources. <laughs> but Cortland Sutton, he seems like someone that's kind of a Julio Jones, Kenny Galladay. AJ big, Green. Big, big threat. And Julio Jones, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let, I don't believe that. It's early, it's early, okay. it's early. But Just search for Cortland Sutton highlights. I've seen him. I had him on my team two yeah. years ago. He's incredible in the end zone. He makes some insane I, catches. I don't think he's Julio, though. May not, maybe not Julio, but Julio's a generational player. Yeah. Cortland Sutton, though, he's, he's on a, the edge of a, a nice, breakout. Yeah, maybe. he's a nice and 80 reception. If you look receiver. at what he had last year, which is like the only year that he's started all 16 games, he had Joe Flacco throwing to him for 12 games. 
And, and how did he do? He had like 1,200 yards and I think seven touchdowns. Yeah. And then when Locke came in, they kind of instantly had a good connection. Um, they obviously traded Emmanuel Sanders. Now yeah. they got Jared Judy. Are you worried about Judy coming in? Uh, well, I was actually going to pick Jerry Judy later in the draft if I didn't get Sutton. Um, I, I'm not worried about him because that will draw more attention. I think Jerry Judy is going to be great this year, but that will draw more attention away from Sutton. Um, Fair enough. And then you got Keenan Allen as your uh, wide receiver three. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, your flex play, Keenan Allen. Yeah. Um, I mean, those two, obviously, I could have picked them either way. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Keenan Allen, just a reception beast. Um, he's not a big touchdown threat. He can be. Yeah, I don't think he doesn't score um, as many touchdowns as some other guys. But on an average week, he'll get at least eight receptions, 80 yards. Yeah, I think this will be a sort of a down year, but it'll probably get 80 catches. Or uh, we we catches. don't know it'll be 80, a down 90. year because Tyrod Taylor... And Mike Williams is out for a while. Yeah. Um, Tyrod Taylor, he, he's known to do like short, quick passes into the slot, which is like Keenan Allen's bread and butter. Yeah, I see them both like 90 receptions each, both of them. I think between Thielen and Keenan Allen, they're going to get a shitload of targets. Yeah. And that's what you want from your wide receivers. Yeah. Fair enough. Let me ask you this. DJ Moore went after Keenan Allen. Were you not tempted by DJ? Not really. Yeah. Yeah. Any reason why? Um, I've never, I've I've never really followed him. I don't really know much about him. Um, and just the Panthers, I'm not into. Fair enough. Also, I said it on draft day. I have to have one charger. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> I respect that. I respect. <laughs> Allen is like a, is I think he's a better talent. He's yeah. bigger. He's. Yeah, I, I would have picked Allen. And he just got paid. DJ like Moore. he's yeah, he's he's their mate. He's their guy. DJ Moore is fine, but you never know because that team is bad. Yeah. It, and I mean the Chargers are bad too, but it's like, I don't know. The I'm, Chargers have a better chance to be good. Yeah, I'd say that too. Let me ask you this: Who had a better year last year, DJ Moore or Keenan Allen? Uh, probably DJ I, Moore. Yeah, it was probably similar. Yeah. They probably had pretty similar years. I, I'm pretty sure it was DJ yeah. had a better year. But I don't know. I'm I'm Moore is fine. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, let's move on then. Cam Akers. Yep, uh, Cam Akers, a complete flyer. Um, I have like I had my two, kind of, set them and just let them go. Running backs. Is the uh, seventh round where you start to take flyers for you? Is that where you start to take flyers? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if, if I'm not going for, I knew I was going to take a tight end late if I didn't get one in the top three. Um, obviously, defense late. I'd set two running backs, a quarterback and three wide receivers. Now I was like, okay, let's think about someone that could really blow up this year. So just to confirm, you, you preferred Cam Akers over DeAndre Swift, Antonio Gibson, Marlon, Marlon Mack. Mack. Marlon Mack's pretty much the one that I would have made. Yeah, because Mar Marlon Mack, he could be completely out of a job yeah, in but, three weeks. Yeah, but he would give you those three weeks. But I don't need those three weeks. I've got Chubb and Mixon. You might, though. You never know. Maybe, maybe. I'm saying, like, Cam Akers, after two weeks, he could be an out-and-out, -out, like, Todd Gurley for he the could, Rams. Yeah. He could. We'll see. Marlon Mack doesn't offer that. Madison, if... If Cook goes down. Cook goes down. Raquel Armstead, I mean, Jordan Howard. Well, Raquel I'm just Armstead never touching. Got COVID. 
Well, exactly, yeah. I'm never touching Jordan Howard. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, Antonio Gibson I was looking for, but Cam Akers, I think, I is think better, Gibson, better than Gibson. It, yeah, I think Akers is better. I think Gibson, the, the hype train, yeah, got to, it like, got crazy. the peak right yeah, before yeah. draft weekend. Gibson in the he's, ninth he's round. He's had, yeah. like, 70 touches. In, in he's had, he's yeah. rushed 33 times in his career. Yeah, his career. Did Adrian Peterson leave before the draft, though? Yeah. I don't, he did. Yeah. I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, now Cam Newton, this to me, I would feel I, I didn't like this pick. I think it's real dangerous. I'm excited over this. Uh, the the Patriots offense is bad. It's gonna be bad. I think it's gonna be bad. It was bad last. It year. It was bad last year. Brady still put up the right numbers. Mm, what do you go? Twenty four and like eight, twenty four touchdowns. Yeah, but like as a as a as a QB two, you. Well, there's a lot Brady's of guys. numbers. I think like Goff, and Cam Newton offers so much more like upside than Brady ever could. Yeah, if I don't know if he still has this year. The, does he yeah. still have this the, year? This year? Oh, sorry, no, no, no. Like last, like last right. year's Brady Compared or this year's year. Newton. All right, yeah, Doc yeah, almost yeah. had a guy. stroke, folks. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I also was <laughs> astonished freaking at that. Out. Freaking um, out, ladies and gentlemen. You don't think that? Um, do you? Regret? Am I worried about his health? No, no. I mean, I just think his rushing days are over. I think he, I think his rushing even days at the are goal over. line. That maybe, yeah. But like, how often they're gonna get there is the question. Who are their weapons? I mean, who is on the team is the real question. Well, we yeah. said that. How has their offense changed from last year? Apart and it from wasn't Brady? good last year. It was not good. It was the reason why they lost in like in the playoffs. They were pretty bad, but they've never had a running yeah. quarterback, and that's why I'm excited to yeah. see. But is how Cam much... Newton still a running quarterback? Is a yeah. big question. He's still a big boy. Yeah. I, he's I, only 31, and he's for healthy. running quarterbacks. That that's how old's pretty... Russ? He Russ has transitioned from a running quarterback to largely a throwing quarterback. Yeah. Right, but he can still run. He yeah, can, but he doesn't. And Cam Newton, uh, yeah, that I, was always Newton's like one of his more main parts of yeah. his game. I'm not gonna, Wilson could just do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to deny like it's a bit of a risk, but the high, like the payoff if it comes off, he could be a top. If it really works, if it really works, he could be a top five QB. Wow. Well, yeah, I get it. I think his main health problems have been in his shoulder. And right. apparently, it's feeling fine. His foot as well. He's had no, no, the shoulder. No, no, the shoulder. He's had a lot. Well, he's had, He has had a considerable amount mm. of injuries. Sure, he's taken a lot of hits. Yeah. We'll see how he does throwing the ball. Should, should we move on from here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do. Uh, so next, after Cam Newton, you had ninth pick, C.D. Lamb. Yep. Ten, you had Daryl Henderson. Eleven, you had Jared Cook, and then twelve, you took the early defense. You broke the defense cherry. Yeah. And went Pittsburgh. For the first defense overall, let's do CD first. Yeah, um, CD obviously hyped up coming out of I think it was Oklahoma or was it Alabama? One of those two. They're all the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember who it was, but he's behind Gallup and Cooper. Obviously, going to focus. Defenses are going to focus on Hooper, Cooper. I think CD Lamb could be in for a thousand yard season. I've heard it on NFL Network, and therefore it must be true. Yeah. <laughs> Since it, if it if it's anything about the Cowboys, they're all on for thousand yard seasons, <laughs> or five thousand um, from Dak, but and the Super Bowl. Because I had the three wide receivers before him, I was happy just to take him and see what happens. Were weren't you tempted to just go Edelman and just no? Like, I I've never put, had a Patriot player on my and team, put, and I never will. You have Cam Newton on your team. 
Yeah, apart from, like, until now. <laughs> you should. <laughs> but weren't you tempted to go Edelman and Cam Newton just in case? No. Because, actually, well, this shows you how much, like, crap gets spoken during training camp. I mean, I don't like Edelman, but... Uh, during training camp, they said Sanu was his best target, and then he gets released. So it, it shows you how much crap is talked during training camp. Indeed, let me ask you this. Do you remember Edelman's season last year? It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It oh, was okay. it was better than not bad. Yeah, it was pretty good. He was wide receiver. I mean, he drops 12, yeah, I think. Yeah. It was insane. He, he drops, drops a lot of a passes. Lot of passes. And we don't know how he'll connect with Cam Newton, but to me, CeeDee Lamb over Edelman, if you have Cam, that would... Even, I mean, Debo Samuel, I would have taken over CeeDee as well, but that's just because I like him a lot. I think CeeDee is... I don't know. Is he the... Gallup is still there. No, yeah. no. Gallup, Gallup is still, is still there. there. No. I'm saying oh, Gallup right, on still, the oh, right, yeah, yeah. But Gallup has injury problems. Cooper is up and down. Gallup went for 1,200 yards. Yeah. No, I mean, again, like I said, after Cam Newton, these were all just like, see what happens. Okay. The, one that I, the one that I would take back, if I could, would be Darrell Henderson. Okay. Because he's not in your team. And you've dropped yeah. him already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so Jared Cook. Jared Cook, I mean, I think yeah, he's, he's solid. Okay. He's on yeah. the Saints. He's like he's going to get a few receptions. Steelers defense, you went defense early. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 12. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's still a little bit early, but I understand. As soon as I saw the Pittsburgh Steelers go, I knew that I wanted to take the Bills. Yeah, yeah. Two, okay, yeah, sorry. No, fair yeah, enough, yeah. yeah. Let's move on. We don't want to talk about defense. Um, yeah, defense is whatever. None of the defenses drafted are probably going to be the number one overall. Yeah. Um, Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah. Uh, not a starter. Yeah, not a starter, yep. Um, Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, he's a starter. Do you think you'll hold him? I'm, you'll I'm hold keeping him? him the whole season. The whole? That's a that's a yeah. brave choice. Like, he, like he's He's, we like... I'm thinking kind of a Tyrod Taylor, Baker Mayfield situation. Week six. Tiger, that's that's a long time to wait, though. But I've, I've got, He's got, got Rodgers and Newton. I like it. Honestly, yeah. I like it. And he could be one of those guys. Like also um, Lamar Jackson, when he came in, he came in late in the season. Like he could come in and just kill it. It might be earlier than week six. We don't know. And then Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, yeah. Mims pretty, isn't on my team anymore. Yeah, Mims is gone. Michael Pittman Jr., pretty good. I really like that they kid. Yeah. Maybe not this year, but that kid's got a future. Yeah, they yeah. think he might be good over there. Um, they do have a lot of former first-round picks on the yeah. Colts. And he and could Hilton. be good this year. He could, he could be, be yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because who's the other wide receiver? Hilton. Yeah. And how's he doing? Exactly. Yeah. Gets injured a lot. He, get, he gets hurt a lot. But he's sort of like, he's one of those guys that gets injured every week, but then guts through it. Yeah. Like Hopkins. Like, Hopkins, yeah. Hopkins is always, always on the injury but report. They're, and, but they're never, they never like, there's never in doubt that they're going to miss the game. Yeah. Until the season's kind of over, then they're yeah. like, okay, we're who else? They, uh, so Hilton missed pa- games. Like Harris Campbell was a first round and pick. Pascal. Pascal was a first or second round pick. They yeah. have a lot of first round picks at wide receiver for yeah. the Colts, um, which is kind of like yeah, it could be good or bad. Yeah. It depends on like how they run the offense, and they have now they have Jonathan Taylor too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's our three teams, and uh, yeah, we we're excited to get it started. Uh, the next thing we're going to do now is... Really quickly. Quickly go through all the matchups this week and just give our prediction who's going to win. We have the first matchup of the Doc versus Red Rum. Red Rum is, of course, Niku's team. Some would some would say they're the villains of this league. Yeah. I would say that they're more like a band of pirates with, like, 
loose leadership. Yeah. I, I feel... I don't know why Niku made so much effort to rename or nickname his entire roster. I'm not sure either. Yeah. Seems um, like a bit of a try-hard move. Yeah, very yeah. try-hard. He has a lot of free time, it seems. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me just tell you real before, this is the highest predicted scoring game of the week because we have uh, Deshaun Watson, we have Tyreek Hill on the same game. Apart from that, though, I got some tough matchups. Kamara against Tampa Bay... And Gurley against Seattle, we'll see how that turns out. Tom Brady against Deshaun Watson, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, this game could go either way. I think I would give it... Nuke against... Who obviously going to get paired up against Sherman. Um, I think I would give this game... What's the tight end situation? Not good. And let, let me tell you why. Obviously, we know that I, I waited on tight end... Ooh, you're playing Olsen. And that's why I'm, I'm breaking out the, uh, the high-risk... Play. But you also drafted Gesicki against New England this week. I don't like that matchup. Yeah. Give me Greg Olson against the terrible Atlanta Falcon linebackers. We know that Russell Wilson likes the targets. One of the best linebackers in the league. Terrible. <laughs> and let me tell you this: Russell Wilson likes targeting those tight ends. Olson's still decent. I-, I like that matchup. I think I'll go with. I think I will go with. I think this might get... This dis- is tight. It's going to get decided in the, the flex. Defense or the fl- yeah, maybe the flex. Schuster, well, McLaurin, Schuster Bill, and McLaurin, the defense. The yeah. defense. Well, so we'll the see. defense could win it. Yeah, I mean, Bills against the, the New York Jets. That's got to be the best defensive lineup I'll go, of the uh, week. I'm going to go with the Doc just because the Bills defense. Yeah. But again, you don't know how the Jets are going to be. They're going to be bad. I think they're going to be bad. I don't think they're going to be good. No yeah. one thought the Niners were going to be as good last year. But but not. That's not the same. The Niners had a plan. <laughs> they had a plan of attack. All right, let's move on then. Cool guy shorts, which is older brother Bry uh, versus Mahomes, twenty five points. Shibby, yeah. Mahomes and Prescott on for like twenty two plus points. Um, I think this one is gonna be a win for Shibby. Closer than you think. No. I, I, I'm going to go Cool Guy Shorts because his he, it gets better as you go down. Yeah, it gets yeah, worse. Yeah, it gets yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah, Shibby yeah. is playing in, uh, Gibson as his we flex. We have no clue about Gibson or Kirk. Ertz is solid, but, but Kirk, yeah, we have no idea what's going on. Kirk is the like third target. Ronald Jones, though, you have no idea as well. Yeah, He but, could play like two snaps. But his wide receivers are so, and tight end is so good and flex is so good that, you know, and he has Mahomes. What are the defenses like this year? Let's have a look. We got the Eagles, Eagles and the Saints. Washington. Uh, yeah, the Eagles obviously versus Washington is an easy like that's a good game for the Eagles defense. Yeah. That was, that was one of the defenses that I think everyone was, was targeting for, yeah, for Week One. I was looking for them. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with uh, Cool Guy Shorts. Yeah, I agree. Um, especially on the defense. I'm gonna go Shibby. Shibby. Yeah. I, I just think that Saints against Tampa Bay that could be a shootout for sure. That's a great matchup. Yeah. And uh, Antonio Gibson needs your flex. I, I do not like they that. They think Brian's going to have a championship hangover and lose the first week. Fair enough. Let's move on then. Yeah, here's my game. We got the uh, the commissioner against Kakao himself, yeah. John Hunt. It's very close. Yeah, that's Decided by about a point wow. and a half. Yeah, very close. Uh, okay, the QBs. We got Matt Ryan v. Lamar Jackson. Jackson will has a rushing floor. He has the highest predi- predicted score. And against Cleveland, I like that matchup. Yeah. But I think I 
I trounce his running backs. Hey, yeah. Just to just um, to confirm, Lindsay and Zach Moss. That is his. Why do you have Sanders in the flex? Uh, just in, <laughs> just in case he gets injured, I can still put a wide receiver in. Okay. So I have to make sure if if he if he's a game time decision and I have to pull him quickly, then I can still get him out. Whereas I can't pull him out of the running back position and change him with somebody else. Fair if enough. Cones in the flex. That makes a lot of sense. Now I do like this wide receiver battle. We got. DK Metcalf versus Tyler Lockett. Yeah, it's good. It's pretty much even. It's even. Even money. Uh, Devontae Adams and, and Mike Evans, I got to give Devontae that. Both playing, yeah. But both playing hard defenses on the road. And Good defenses yeah. on the road against Minnesota and New Orleans. Tight end. Evans is nicked up. He's got Kelsey, which is, yeah. you know, that's an easy, yeah. he, that's easily better than Hawkinson. I like this uh, quarterback matchup, too. We got Stafford v. Wentz. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. pretty hot. Yeah. That's pretty hot. Probably the two best quarterback twos in the league yeah, going at it this, this week. And then uh, the defense, I know I have the Chargers versus Cincinnati. Now, you obviously dropped the, uh, the Minnesota Vikings yeah, for Chargers. I think it's just uh, I don't want to go against Rodgers, really. I'll go against the rookie and see what happens. And you're not worried about Darwin Jones being out for the year? No. They still have other players. I mean, the the line, the Chargers' D-line is good. They might have that hard knocks hype on the first week, you know, be really hyped up, get a bunch of sacks. Clay Johnson. Bunch of, yeah, that's the Rams. <laughs> that's the Rams. I was on the Rams, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a bunch of picks at Burrow, and we'll see what happens. I mean, it's a tight game. And this the Broncos uh, lost a very special player this week. Oh, yeah, yeah they, Miller, so they, both teams have lost big players, and I think the Titans are obviously better than the Bengals. Uh, but yeah, tight game. Next one up, uh, we have Corona Philsberger, which I he doesn't even have Roethlisberger on his yeah, team. Yeah, it's the worst name. It's so stupid. And well, so is well, and Eats. so is born education. Yeah, I feel like these two should be kicked out of the league yeah. just because they have no originality. Yeah, they should get dot twenty points name. starting already. So just the, so the listeners know, Corona's Burger or whatever it is, that's Mike's attempt at a name for his team. And then for an education, that is actually Ian's team. But neither have the players on their team. Yeah. It's embarrassing, yeah. Yeah, honestly. It's but obviously, uh, Ian is the heavy favorite, ladies and gentlemen. 61% chance to win. According to Sleeper, let's break this down. Uh, I think this is going to be a, a mop-up job for Ian. Yeah. This, his team is, I think his team is the best team all around. Really? Yeah. It's hard to see uh, Mike pulling this one off. I do like OBJ in the flex because I think that Baltimore-Cleveland game, that could be high scoring. I think they might need to throw it out to him. Um, I think he's better. Well, David Johnson. Holy yeah. shit. David Tomorrow Johnson. morning, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, against Kansas City. I hate James White as his second running back. Yeah, I hate Mark Ingram as yeah. his first. No, 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 I don't mind Ingram because um, I know Ingram's going to start. Like, he'll get some, well, yeah, ca- yeah, yeah, he'll get carries, but it's still it's something that it's. Like, I hate James like, White. Yeah, I don't and know. Michael Thomas though. Michael Thomas could go off. Michael AJ Thomas Brown could go, could go off. But so could Eckler. So yeah. could Henry. Yeah. So could yeah. DJ Moore. Yeah. So could we don't, This is one of the. Tightest. I think Ian's. I think Ian's team is one of the best teams. If you want my honest opinion. I do like Ian's team this year, and I think. David Johnson, tomorrow morning, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you know. Well, by the time you listen to this, everyone will know what happened at Kansas City tomorrow morning. I guarantee you David Johnson had a game. Maybe. Yeah. He, he might, yeah. Maybe. Uh, I'm going to go Ian on this one. Pretty easy pick. 
I think so too. All right, let, let, let's move on then to the next game. And the last one we is. We got two more, baby. Oh, two more. We got last. Chandler against uh, Mart, the newcomer Mart. Yeah. Holy shit. And he has pretty much proclaimed that he's going to live in Gimhei for life. Yeah. With a lot. <laughs> Gimhei for life. And he's favored for this week. He's favored. Yeah. Uh, his team is pretty good. Yeah. We got Breeze, Barkley, Carson, Godwin, Cooper, Hunter Henry, AJ Green, and Minshew. Against your team, Andrew, we already know Rogers, Chubb, Mixon, Thielen, Allen, Cook, Sutton, and Newton. Yeah, who knows? I'll let you guys talk very, about it. This is a very close game. Yeah. I actually think Andrew's team is better, but I don't know why the rankings for Andrew's team are, are very low. I know. I agree. I and think Andrew is actually the favorite in this It makes one. no sense um, why my like predictions are lower. Yeah, I think that these predictions are going to be changing. Week one predictions yeah, are always. Yeah, week one yeah, predictions yeah. don't matter. Yeah. But... I would say Andrew's team is better just on paper right now looking at it. But also, yeah, yeah I, I would go Andrew's team in this game. I think so. I think Sleeper has made a mistake with their predictions. I, I'm really glad that Martin's in the league. I think he, he, had, he had a solid draft. Uh, also the defense uh, or defense. Yeah, that's right. Steelers, Steelers and the Chiefs. Yeah. I think I think like Houston's going to put up points on the Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs might be a bad pick yeah. for Martin. And also yeah. AJ Green, is he even going to play? Yeah, exactly. He might yeah, not yeah. play, so his flex might be different. Yeah. I just don't think that right now the the projections are super accurate yeah. because Andrew's team, the wide receivers look more reliable because I just don't trust Cooper. Yeah, yeah and give me Steelers against the Giants every yeah. day. I'm sorry, but John. I, I've already put. I think I think Giants gonna win. Thirty-one twenty-eight. Wow. Giants gonna win. Thirty-one. Where is it? What do you mean? Where's the game played? At, at Pittsburgh. Oh, it's oh, Andy. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. In I get New York. It. You got it. And it's on Monday night. Yeah, I'm watching it. Don't worry. Real big yeah. heat yeah, yeah, yeah. coming on the game. Are they going to have crowd noise? I'm Simulated going. Cr- I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll be the guy in there, like, come on. <laughs> I think I think it's just going to be crowd noise pumping. Last one. All right, let's do the last Chicken one. Chicken dinner versus Team B Macha. Yeah, now we got to make sure everyone knows. So, Chicken dinner yep. is obviously Dale Begoa here. Um, pretty even matchup, according to Sleeper. According to Sleeper, it is tilted for Dale by a good amount, but we got to look at the players. Let's have a look. we got Mayfield against Kyler Murray. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire against uh, Dalvin Cook. Kenyon Drake against Singletary. Diggs against Jones, Julio Jones. Yep. Fuller against Julian Edelman. Mark Andrews against Ingram. Mostert against Cooper Cup. And Bridgewater against Tannehill. I see this going Bagoa all day. You think so? I just his players are like I don't know how Mark Andrews gets a thirteen point five rating. Uh, I just don't see that high of a ceiling for him or that like that. I don't think that's his average. That is high, but I think Cleveland people are down on Cleveland, Cleveland this year. Yeah. Uh, Kyler Murray against San Francisco. I'm worried. But I think, like, Murray always has a five- to six-point floor for rushing. Mm. So, like, even if he just scores a touchdown or two, he's at his projection, right? He's at 19. Fair enough. Dalvin Cook against Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Honestly, I prefer Dalvin Cook here. Yeah. I mean, he's going he's gonna to play. Yeah. We, we don't, we know don't what, even know what Hilaire is going to get. We know that Cook's going to touch the ball 20 times. And I think Drake against Singletary? Who do you Dr- prefer there? Drake. But Singletary's playing a worse team, so I would take Singletary probably in this week because Drake against the 49ers. Um, now, we all know that, that, that obviously the, the wide receiver game is a little bit one-sided here. I think Bagoa's wide receivers are much better. Julio and Edelman? Yeah, and Cup. I mean, Cup in the flex. 
That's pretty strong, right? Yeah. Can you imagine cupping your flex? Holy shit. Um, and then Eng- I think Ingram, I mean, I don't get how Andrews is rated that high. And yeah. that, to me, that's the whole difference in this matchup. Yeah. Like why he is rated 13.5. But we'll see. Diggs I mean, and Fuller, though, they're players that could go off for like 40 points in a game. So could Julio, though. No. When was the last time Julio did that? Uh, he's done it. He went, he went nuts against Philadelphia yeah. last year. Uh, now the defenses, we got the 49ers and Patriots. Um, Patriots against Miami. This is a hard one. The Patriots. Niners at Arizona. I think Miami is much improved. Yeah, people I think are down on Miami down so much. much. I, that's yeah, the one I like team them. I wouldn't sleep on is yeah, Miami. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know what? They Especially were, their defense. And they were winning games down the stretch last year. Yeah. They were yeah. winning big games. Yeah. Um, and is it Flores, Brian Flores? Yeah. He, and he was coming up with some cool, like, tricky plays. Yeah. That, and Tannehill yeah. versus Bridgewater. Ah, that's a, also pretty close. That's a that's a coin flip I'm, right I'm there. I'm going Bagoa on this one. Bagoa, I think this is too close to call. Yeah, um, yeah. For me, honestly, I'm just going to take a guess. Uh, I think Fuller's going to go off tomorrow and Dale's going to win. Yeah, Fuller could go off tomorrow. Yeah. That's I, the one thing. I'm going to take Bagoa on this one. I, I do like Dale's matchups. I like Dale's trades that he's made. But I just think Bagoa had a better draft, and, and I think he's got it. Yep. Um, and that's, uh, that's it for this week on Going Deep. Uh, anything you guys want to say? I just want to say it's an absolute pleasure, ladies and gentlemen, to be able to say to you in a few hours, we will be watching the Kansas City Chiefs against the Houston Texans. And by the time that you listen to this podcast... You'll already be re-watching that game because we know that you love football as much as us. And so I just can't wait for this 2020 season. Yeah, I, lo- I mean, I, I think I look forward to it as much as yep. everybody else. Thank you very much, Doc and the Hawk. Yeah, and just keep on going deep, people. And uh, yeah, let the games begin. Yeah.